everybody, it's Charles. Hi there. That's Charles, and I'm Chelsea. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. We are Charles D. Lincoln and Chelsea Lesage in of CL Squared Productions. Yep. And, and you are listening to Beyond the Bell. Anyway. <laughs> 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 he just loves saying it so much. I just give it to him. <laughs> so, hi, everyone. Uh, we're, we know we're a little late, but we have so much to give you guys. Um, and uh, you're going to, you know, you'll, you'll listen to it. Um, hopefully. Yeah, you will. Or you won't. Hopefully. And if you don't, then You'll make us sad. Loss. We'll cry. We'll, we'll just sit there weeping. He'll cry. I'll get angry. I will weep a single tear. <laughs> <laughs> like as if you littered. Anyway. So. <laughs> the littering tear. That's a good band name. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so here we are with our women's wrestling podcast. We're going to... Um, talk about the uh, first week of September. There you go. I don't know the date, but it is the first week of September. I don't know. 2020 has all been like one long day for yeah, 50 no, it's years. Been, so, it's, yes. been, it's been crazy. So um, Whatever week it just, just was, that's the week that we're doing. <laughs> so uh, let's start uh, with NXT. So, yes. So let's uh, so we open up with a Tegan Knox promo. Uh Basically, it's it's the backstory of her and Candice, um, kind of talking about their time on the Indies together and how Candice took her uh, when she was having her operations and her physical therapy and um, and how they've just been best friends. Yeah, like I I like this, even though I feel like this should this is the type of thing they should have been saying about two weeks ago. Yeah, definitely, because it's just kind of like as, as much as we could intuit it, it's like they kind of just threw it at us. Yeah. So, uh, so then we go to uh, Candice LeRae versus one half of Casey Squared. Uh, it in yes. Casey Catanzaro. Um, yes. Candice at first still seems a little uncomfortable being uh, evil, but um, as soon as she got in the turnbuckle, it seemed to change. It seemed like her whole persona kind of came at her at that point, and she yeah, got really comfy could- there. You could tell that she's definitely, like, coming into her own with, like, who she is now as an identity. And I also just wanted to add that I loved what she was wearing. The pixie wings and the uh, jacket? Yeah, but even when she was just in the ring, I don't know, it was kind of like the robin's egg blue and the white. And I just was like, yes, Mm. yes, I support you wholeheartedly. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Tegan. I love you, Tegan. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, that wasn't Tegan. That was Candace. Oh, no, I know. But they're a feud. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, so then uh, Casey Catanzaro comes out. Casey's always fun to watch. Um, she's so tiny. She's like a little like she's she's perfect. She's perfect the way she is. Like if you have like a bite sized Heath bar or something like that, she's yeah, perfect. I think I think she's like four ten, four eleven, or something like that. She's like Madeline yeah, size. Aww. Yeah, which is funny because Candice LeRae was like towering over her, and I think Candice LeRae is like five six or something like that. Yeah, she, yeah, 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 yeah. That's so crazy. That's so so crazy. It was interesting because like Candice got a chance to throw somebody around, and you don't really Candice doesn't really get a chance to do that. No, it's not. She's probably like, wait, what? I get to do this? It's very exciting for her. Yeah, yeah. She did a so, great job. Yeah, I love I love Casey. Casey's always showing cool things in the match and stuff, and. Um, you know. It's something that I really love about like actresses and stuff that in like the forties and fifties who you you view them as these larger than life characters in their iconic roles and then you find out that they're like five feet tall. Mm. But you view them so like that's how I feel about Casey. Yeah. 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 So um 
you know, it was, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, Candice won, and then, um, interesting, at the end of the match, she's kind of glaring at, at Casey Squared. And, um, you know. And then she invites Tegan to dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, before that, I have to I have to make note of the one uh, move she did when she like kicked. It was like this insane looking pretzel that she squat that she like twisted right. Casey into, and then just kicked her face into like the 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 canvas, and that was nuts. Um, but yeah, so Candace and uh, Tegan are gonna have dinner, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm. I'm getting like distinct uh, Walter Frey vibes. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's just this large like Thanksgiving feast, and then they wind up like throwing food at each other. I really hope that happens. <laughs> so, all right, Jerry Lawler. So um, anyway, uh, so then we go to just Rhea Ripley um, in about ten seconds being a badass. She's so amazing, though. Yeah, so we're getting that uh, the cage match between Rhea and Mercedes uh, next week. Yes, next week. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, that was pretty much all the women's wrestling on NXT because NXT had the um, one-hour-long uh, Iron Man match. Yes. Um, so uh, between uh, Mr. Candice LeRae and um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finn, Finn Balor, Tommaso Ciampa, and uh, Adam Co- and uh, Mr., Mr. Britt Baker. <laughs> Mr. Yes, exactly. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, and then we go, so now we're going to WWE and Monday yep. Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Uh, yes. Where we had, we started with uh, Nia Jax and, and um, Shayna Baszler. Uh, it's bickering an interview. Like, bickering like teens and then Asuka came and saved the segment by just dancing in the middle of Asuka them. just existing saves everything that's how I feel about it yeah I love I love how they're just they're just yelling at each other and Asuka just comes in like hmm, 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 I'm dancing and like <laughs> and they're all mad that she's there and I'm like just let Asuka exist wherever she wants to exist come on yeah yeah so yeah. then I- then Asuka um, gave a, a promo where she basically said that she's beaten everybody, and then Mickey James came out. I should note that that was actually, uh, last Monday was Mickey James's 42nd birthday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so she looks amazing for 42 years she old. She looks like. incredible. So Mickey yeah. James is ready to, like, go up against Asuka, and Mickey James, like, is very, very kind to her in a way, and is just, like, applauding that she's one of the best women's mm-hmm. champions of all time. So that was really, really sweet, but that she's ready to take her on. Yeah, the, the, uh, the wrestling term for that would be putting your opponent over. But, um, yes, see, I'm all technical today. Filling filling the podcast with jargon. Yes, um, I'm learning things, I guess. mm -hmm. I'm learning. But, yeah, no, like, I'm really looking forward to that match. Um, And then, unfortunately, Lana and Natty have to take the room down, and I don't give a shit about them. They suck. I don't like them. And and also, I should note, Mickey James does not have the same uh, gear that she had since 1998. Um, so that's what I was wondering. I was like, Charles will know whether or not that's factual. Or yeah, not. no, no, she did not. Um, I'll talk to you about her. I'll, you know what? That should be a thing. Besides doing uh, the weekend review, I think every now and every now and then we should um, kind of hi- have a uh, either a watch along or we should discuss like a big uh, past women's uh, wrestling match. And I think oh, the, fun. The, 
the Mickey James Trish Stratus match from uh, WrestleMania. So you could actually see what she was wearing in like 2005. By the way, I don't even think she was wrestling in 1998. Um, <laughs> it just so. proves how stupid Lana and Natalia are. <laughs> yeah, well, like Lana was one of like the final people they got when they were still hiring actresses and models who didn't really know about wrestling. Oh shit! Yeah, like, really? I, like, yeah, like Lana was in a lot of like B movie, B horror movies and stuff. Like, if Lana was not in the WWE, we probably would have hired her already. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just gonna say it was like, how come she's not in one of her movies yet? Yeah. So, um, you know, like, uh, I thought, and honestly, I thought this was gonna be a tag match, but instead, it was just Lana versus Mickey James. Uh, Mickey James basically tried her hardest to make Lana look like she's a threat, but Lana is just not good. Lana should just go be AEW champion or something. Like, uh, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I don't even want her in one of our productions at this point. Yeah, so I I do love, I love uh, Mickey's little Mick kick thing. It's it's just, it looks, it looks like it hurts and it's kind of a crazy stretchy thing and I really like that. Yeah, so I... Um, so, basically, what Lana was wearing, it was, you know, like, I think it was, like, a royal blue and yellow, and I would have really liked it on any other person. <laughs> I don't know. It looked like it looked like the X-Men exploded to me or something, like, on a, <laughs> on a bunch of fabric. But um, So then we go to the Viking Raiders with Cedric Alexander, and then uh, the, the, the inexplicable... Uh, Demi from what is it, Survivor? No, no, Demi Demi Burnett from The Bachelor shows up again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She kisses Ivar, and then Angel Angel Garza shows up with a rose, looking creepy. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, I feel like she was supposed to have some sort of interaction with him. This bothered me a lot. Like she must have been supposed to like interact with him in some way, shape, or form. Because of the next time that we see her, like there's no like connection yeah. there. Like I feel like she fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it felt like a deleted scene. Was yeah. like a scene was deleted there or something. So we we go to the iconics giving a promo about how um, they've known each other. And for I don't know why, like they were doing this. It made them like faces. It was like they came off as really good like people and stuff, and really caring about each other and everything. Yeah, and I thought it was. It was very weird that they would do this when they're supposed to be the bad guys. Exactly. So, so then we go to the Iconics versus the Riot Squad, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so the winner of this uh, becomes the number one contender for Nia and uh, Shayna, and then the loser has to break up, which is a stupid rule, and I don't understand why that did was they there. Just, did they just make up these rules? I don't understand. Or is that like a rule that's existed for uh, a while? I mean, it's happened before, but there's no reason for it to happen. Honestly, the only reason is apparently Vince McMahon thinks Peyton Royce will be a good solo star. Why? So, but there's no reason for them to break up. I predict that fucking a year from now they'll get back together, just like the Riot Squad did, because they'll put them apart, nothing will happen for either of them, and they'll be like, hey, they were better when they were together. Let's put them back together. Let's put them together, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I, I imagine that's what's, because that's what they did with the Riot Squad. They broke, the Riot Squad didn't break up for a storyline reason, they broke up because Vince McMahon wanted to break them up. And this all makes me so sad. Yeah, so, you know, I imagine that's what'll happen with the Iconics, too. Because, like, the, I love the Iconics. Like, the Iconics, like, they have some great tag moves. Uh, they I, were absolutely vicious in this. They were. I just, I gotta, I gotta, you know, actor coming in here, I really just think that they shouldn't be acting. Um, what's the, what, the dark-haired one, Billy? 
right? I just was really upset uh, yeah. that I just felt like she was overacting. In, it was like an exercise that we had to do in college called Big Bad Acting, and I just felt like she was doing that, and it made me really sad. <laughs> Well, we'll get to we'll get to that in a minute because I, I I mean I definitely had notes about that. But um, <laughs> while the match was happening, I thought they were really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liv, Liv is got Liv is getting better and better all the time, and then there was just this weird ending, like where it just kind of ended, like they were pinning each other, and then oh, now it's end, now it's done, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> and then and then Billy started doing the worst exaggerated tantrum I think I've seen. Like, yeah, it it was really crazy, and you can tell that they're not actually going through this based on their mouth movements. I've noticed, like I'm just like I can't like. There's a little smirk on Peyton Rice's um like face, and I was like, no, they just need like one one acting session from like one coach, just one time, yeah. and that will fix everything because they fight really well together. They really, yeah. I, I really enjoy watching them, and I just was, I was really heartbroken that at the end of that, I was like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, no, the weird punches she was doing, like she was an angry six-year-old or something. I was yeah. like, what, what is happening there? Yeah, um, it's like someone, so, like, like the rich girl took your lunch money, but she is also the rich girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so then Demi Burnett came out with Angel Garza one. When her, him and Andrade were fighting the Street Profits, and then Retribution attacked, and my <laughs> favorite part of this was Angel Garza grabbing Debbie and just getting the fuck out of Dodge. They just—he was like—he was like, "All right, we're out. I don't care," and just yeah. left Andrade in the yeah. ring. <laughs> Andrade awesome. gets beaten up. The street, the Street Profits get beaten up. Fucking, they beat up Selena. Like, yeah. Also, and I loved how they surrounded. No, I, gonna, I don't even ask when they're going to reveal who they are. This is this is. That's what I was going to ask. They should have revealed it about two weeks ago. No, we should already <laughs> know. I was just kind of like, why don't why don't we know this yet? It's really upsetting. But so yeah, then, it was. It was it... Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, no! I was going to say like I. I I loved how when they're surrounding Zelina, Zelina just shrugged her shoulders and was like, fuck it, and started attacking them first. Yeah, I love that. And I love what she was wearing. She was in all black, and she just looked great. And I was just like, she can fight anyone right now. So it's good that she was there. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, then we go to Raw Underground, where Jessamine Duke, uh, who... uh, Jessica Duke like had just this serious game face on. Like you can tell she's an actual athlete. Yeah. Like by her expressions, because like you only see that face on like an athlete. Yeah, I agree with you. So, so she did some uh, some really brutal strikes on whoever the hell she was fighting, and then uh, Marina Shafir came in, and Marina Shafir, um, she was really great, but. Uh, she was dressed like she just was selling dream catchers at like the farmer's market or something. <laughs> I want my local farmer's market to sell dream catchers. <laughs> yeah, like like I, I was I was like, why is Marina Shafir dressed like the village elder? <laughs> so <laughs> she has mystical powers that we don't you know. know about. We can't judge her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Peyton Royce uh, throws Billy Kay in there, and then. Uh, Jessamine Duke and uh, Majorita Shafir kind of take her down, and that was kind of the end of that. And all I could think of was, I really like Jessamine Duke in this, I really like Majorita Shafir, but wouldn't it be great if they put them in, oh, I don't know, and this is a weird idea, 
and and I know Chelsea. You know I'm. I, I sometimes have crazy ideas. Sometimes, but no, that never what happens. If, <laughs> what if they put them? Get this in a wrestling ring. No, right? Wouldn't that be crazy no. to have That's them in a wrestling crazy. ring on the wrestling show? That's way too I, crazy. I, I think you're asking for too much. <laughs> I know, I know. I, 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 I'm wild sometimes. I'm really but, proud of uh, you. So then, I love that you always dare to dream. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I am, I am like Ponce de Leon. Anyway, you so, are Ponce de Leon. <laughs> God, that's depressing. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll, I'll tell you a, a, a joke I can't say on the air about Ponce de Leon later. Anyway, um, can't wait. So. Uh, Angel Garza then is with Demi Burnett in the background, and uh, I mean in the background, in the backstage, and Demi Burnett is like, "Hey, you abandoned Selena, you abandoned Andrade," and then Retribution shows up and he just runs and leaves. He runs Demi like there. a little bitch and leaves Demi there, and then takes her way too long to realize that he's gone, and then way too long to run. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was. I, I love Angel Garza. He's such a weasel. I know. Like, <laughs> I really. Yeah. I was thinking of him. I actually saw him as like a mongoose. So the weasel family. <laughs> yeah. It's perfect. So let's go to. Uh, let's. So let's go to uh, Friday Night SmackDown while we're still in the WWE. Yes. Uh, so Bailey and Sasha had a typically great promo. Yes, um, they did. They came out. They they made the TVs very angry. <laughs> to make and, the TVs uh, very angry. <laughs> yes, they made the TVs very angry. Um, and then uh, they were having a return match against uh, Nia Jax and um, Shayna Baszler to get back their tag uh, team championship. Yep, yep. Um, there was one. The beginning of the match. I as much as I give Nia Jax shit, I actually think she's getting better by being with Shayna. Yeah, um, well, they're, it, like I feel like they're both fueled by like what they have by the fact that they're kind of forced to be teammates right now. Yeah, so like there was one part at the beginning of the match where uh, where they caught uh, Sasha and Bailey and just started ramming them against the wall. Yeah, like and I, I love that. that. that they, was, they caught them. They had them by like their shins. They were hanging upside down and just throwing yeah. them. Again. I was like, yeah. wait, what's happening? Oh my god, it's still happening. It yeah. So we go into the match. There was a, a lot of Nia hitting uh, hitting uh, Sasha with her ass. Yes. Um, ass attacks. Don't steal that from Oscar. Yeah. So mad about it. <laughs> yeah. In in fairness, I imagine being hit with Nia Jax's ass is a lot more power uh, than being hit with uh, with Oscar. With um, yeah, because there's a lot there's a lot more like weight and and force and everything. But on the other hand, Oscar's pretty fast, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't, I, I, I don't I want to find out. Be, yeah, I don't want to be hit with either of their asses. Uh, mm-hmm. Nia from Nia up close or or Oscar speeding at me at 900 miles an hour ass yes. first. So neither one sounds particularly pain, like painless. Um, so there was also one part where uh, Shayna just bent Bailey's arm in this just absolutely insane way, it and it looked so. I don't painful. know how it didn't break her friggin' like shoulder. I don't know how it did. I mean, it definitely uh, popped out of socket. It was just crazy to watch that. It really yeah, was. Yeah, like there was some. There were there were some great like and then Sasha doing all these cool knee attacks and everything, and then yeah. oh my God Sasha power bombing Nia Jax. 
like, I love how fearless she was with that. How fearless Sasha Banks yeah. is. Yeah, especially with like, yeah, her like, different Naya, things. It's just incredible. Yeah, like Naya is twice her size, and she still managed to do that, and that was amazing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So, I just, I uh, really but loved her. Then, then Sasha. I was just going to say that I really loved oh, whether or not Bailey was like you know, on the defense or whether or not she, like, got a leg up and was able to, like, attack. I just thought that she was... That Bailey put on a really good show during this match, too. Yeah. She really did. Well, Bailey and and Sasha are always awesome. And and this was probably the best I've seen Nia in years. Yeah. Um, And and so uh, then Sasha is trying to... uh, trying to uh, get Sheena, and she hits her knee into the ring post... And then mm-hmm. Shayna was just like a shark. Yeah. Like, just it smelled blood and was just going after her knee. That was, uh, oh, that was such a good match. And then Nia wins by crushing them both from the friggin' second row. That was so amazing. I was just like, <coughs> how, 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 what? Yes. Oh, no. But I hated it. I yeah. hate, it was incredible. It was just like, I felt like I was watching a piece <coughs> of art, which was very nice. So, you know, like, it's... I, I was like, this artistry is incredible. They're like, they're just everything that they did this entire match. It looked like it, they were take, all taking a beating at one time or another, but they all knew what had to happen. And it, it was a long match, but every single one of the four of them was incredible to watch. Yeah. So, uh, so Shayna and Nia retained their titles, mm-hmm. and uh, Sasha, Sasha's an injured knee, and it looks like they're. Uh, you know, they're, the doctors are in there. They're all looking at her knee and stuff. And then, then it happens. It Bailey just beats the living shit out of her. We've been waiting for it. I honestly, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I still think it's too early for it to have happened. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, oh my god, like it looked like Bailey, Bailey was trying to actually murder her. It was, yeah, it was really concerning. Like, and you could tell that other people were concerned as well. Like, what are, what are they, I, I've never heard Bailey booed that much before. And she just, you she know. was relentless. She wouldn't stop. It was crazy. Oh my God, when she put, when she put Sasha's neck in the chair. Yeah. And then jumped off the ropes on, like, that could, like. Oh my! Like, that looked like she was trying to break her neck. That was and insane. then just the amount of trust between those two people as well. You know, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. So that match, when it, whenever that happens. On the other hand, though, the the good thing about her injuring Sasha, I guess, is that it means Sasha can be gone for a while. Right. And then it can be a big deal when she comes back to get her revenge. Yes. I still I still say they really have to hold this match off until WrestleMania. But, say, the Royal Rumble, if Sasha comes out as a surprise uh, person, I think that'd be fucking great. So, yeah, I um, agree. That was we, just an incredible match. A, I loved it so much. Yeah. We then, yeah, it was a great match. Um, we then go to a promo that um, for a new wrestler who uh, I assume was shot by Quentin Tarantino. That's what I said, um, too. That's what I said, too. I said Quentin Tarantino shot. That's what I wrote down. Twins. Yeah. Twins. So, um, yeah, we don't Yeah, we don't know who that is. It could be Chelsea Green, or it could be... Chelsea Lesage. Um, it could be... Uh, <laughs> what? It could be Chelsea Lesage. <laughs> those, are, those are not your feet. 
Those are definitely not my feet. I have man feet. Anyway, yeah, yes. I, I've worked with I've I've worked with you long enough that uh, even with, as someone who doesn't have like a creepy foot fetish, like, <laughs> Tarantino, um, I can tell when the when something is is and isn't your feet. So yes. those are not your feet. Charles and I. Uh, fun fact: yeah, Charles and I have the same shoe size. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> those were those were not my shoe size. <laughs> those were considerably smaller. Yes. Uh, um, so, so it could either be Chelsea Green or it could be uh, someone named Vanessa Bourne who you've never seen. Um, and then we go to uh, a very quick promo from Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Yes. Where uh, Nikki is still, I mean, uh, where, you know, Alexa is still acting a little bit strange. She's got more braids. And in the background, Rambling Rabbit from the uh, Firefly Funhouse is watching. Yes. That was very entertaining. So, yeah. So, uh, and then, uh, so let's go to Impact very briefly. There was really only one segment on Impact, whereas Diana Perazu. Throwing a party. Basically. A black tie party to celebrate herself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where Tennille Dashwood shows up. Uh, Tennille is great, although, honestly, I feel like, you know what, everyone in Impact should stick to wrestling because they're really good at that. Yes. And they should really stop acting. I agree. <laughs> it was really, really, really sad. I was just like, there are a couple yeah. of moments, I tell you, where, again, going back to just take one, just have your act, an acting coach come in one time. Just one time. It literally, you can afford it. They'll pay for you to do it. Just do it. It's not hard. In fairness, I don't know if Impact would pay for that, but... Um, well, they can probably afford to Im- do it Impact, themselves. Im- Impact, Impact is kind of the low-budget wrestling. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But, yeah. Um... But you Dashwood know, so, runs, wants Deanna Prosser's title, blah, blah, blah. Jordan gets in yeah. her face, you know. Yeah. And then uh, the women from, uh, well, everyone from Wrestle House just kind of teleports in in the cheapest effect they possibly could have used. Oh, my God. I stopped um, caring. Yeah, it was not... This was not well done. And then Diana Perazzo at the end of it and uh, Kimberly, who was hosting this black tie event. Of course, it's all ruined, and they run off crying. Is Who was it? Kylie, um, what's her butt? Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray just, like, kicks yeah. Kimberly in the face, and it's just, I mean, it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't yeah. really care So let's all. go, yes, well, then let's go about someone you do care about. In fact, the only person you care about on AEW Dark. Abaddon! Uh, yep, Abaddon. Abaddon versus Danny Jordan. Abaddon! Uh, Danny Jordan... <laughs> Every Danny time you Jordan speak, I'm going to say Abaddon! From Long Island. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, that's totally, I'm sure, how she would like her theme song to be. <laughs> <laughs> Abaddon, Abaddon, I love Abaddon. <laughs> so, um, versus Danny Jordan, who is... Um, I have to. I have to automatically give her. Um, I, I have to give her my condolences for being from Long Island. I'm very sorry <laughs> about that. Um, and there with her burn book, which um, I'm told is from Mean Girls. It is from Mean Girls. I've, Come I've on, Charles. Them. Watch Mean Girls. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it is a classic. Well, right? that'll, 
That'll have to be our, that'll have to be our ne- our other podcast of where Chelsea shows Charles movies he hasn't seen. Oh yeah. And it'll be like the it'll be the most mainstream shit that everyone will be like, how did Charles not see that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, that's a really good idea. You want to do that after this next batch of the cinematic ones? Yeah, we should probably yeah. do that. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be our next cinematic podcast. Is Chelsea shows Charles movies he hasn't seen? It'll be oh my all, god, like, this is gonna like, be how so. How have you fun. not seen that? That'll be the theme. <laughs> how has he not seen? This? I can't wait. Yeah. So. Um, and Danny Jordan with her uh, personalized T-shirt, which uh, I was personally victimized by Danny Jordan. That looked That's like she got it mean at like, a fair or something. That's also from Mean Girls. Yeah, was it? Oh, yes. there you go. I guess she has a Mean Girls theme going on. Yes, she uh, does. Nice. I have to say, uh, there was some nice selling by Danny Jordan. Um, you know, like it's the funny thing is, is like you know, not most people in AEW aren't very good. But you can tell some people have real potential and some people don't. Like, I look at Anna Jay, I don't see potential. Danny Jordan, I think if she had enough training, could be really good. Yeah, but not like Abaddon. <laughs> Abaddon just yeah. screams. Well, Abaddon, screams and is terrifying. Yeah, Abaddon spent most of the match attacking her knee. Um, Which is injured. Really, yeah. You know, yeah, there were some nice knee attacks. Uh there were I, I there I love the one part where where Abaddon just makes like a crying motion and goes sad. Yeah. <laughs> I just I want to be her friend. I, <laughs> so. I did not I did not like the ref I did not like the ref actually physically pulling Abaddon off uh, Danny Jordan. No, I didn't like I that either. I got refs like. Yeah, no, I don't like when refs like you know get physically involved in a match. Like that's not your job. No, it's not your job. Chill the fuck out. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, Do your um, job. I love that Abaddon... You know what I love? That Abaddon had a completely different finish in all of the matches we have watched her yeah, win. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, she is at a... Compl- and I love that. It makes her unpredictable. You don't know what you're supposed to be uh, getting ready for. I, I kind of... I was really amused at how neutered Taz was on commentary. Mm. Taz... Uh, you could a you could a hundred percent tell someone had a talking with him. Yeah, but he's still like I think he called her crazy looking, and then someone said I don't know who it was. Of course, it said that she had a sinister visage, and that's when I knew I was like someone talked to someone saying sinister visage instead of talking outright shit about her <laughs> like they have been all along. Yeah, so uh, you can tell that someone was like Taz, stop talking bad about Abaddon. That's it was people us. are getting offended. It was us. <laughs> yes. So we, we I'd like to I'd like to say that we on Beyond the Bell have been changing the face of the wrestling industry. We have been. Uh, I mean, we got t- we got Taz to fucking shut his big fat mouth. We, we got, got Liv uh, the Morgan riot to squad. dress like she's yeah, on the riot Liv- squad. <laughs> ex- exactly. So we we are ta- we are our trendsetters and tastemakers. Yes. So now I'm uh, hungry. Listen, yes, listen to us. <laughs> there you go. Um <laughs> Well, you know, I know how to I know how to uh, fix you being hungry uh, by talking about All Out uh, for AW by starting with uh, the Big Swole and Britt Baker uh, match, uh, the Tooth and Nail match. Uh, which, oh yeah, um, that was kind of fun. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at I all. I mean, put it in a wrestling well, ring; it would have been more fun. <laughs> um. Well, for one, like they kept hitting each other with stuff that doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, 
For example, uh, a clipboard and a lot of cardboard. Yes. Yes. And, you know, and I also have to say, like, if you're going to do a cinematic match, don't have commentary during it. No, it just kind of took us out of it. Yeah. It really ruins it when there's commentary on there. So, um, you know, uh, oh, my God. And Reba. Oh. I didn't even care. I didn't care about Reba at all. Reba, I would say... uh, See, I can't even say she has porn-level acting because I feel that that would be an insult to porn. To the porn industry, Um, yeah. You know what? I am going to... I'm going to give the harshest... The harshest critique I have ever given. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you ready for this? No, I'm not. Everyone, hold on to your chair. Here we go. Reba's acting... Reba should star in Veronica 2. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. So Veronica that, part that, 2. It was, it, yeah, it was Veronica bad. Like, holy shit. Yeah, it so, was. So uh, they start fighting over a hypodermic needle. Um, that has novocaine uh, or lidocaine in it or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, Whatever. And then... Uh, yeah, she gets anesthetic. You know, she gets anesthetic, and um, the the one positive is it was short. It was a very short match. Yeah, I still didn't pay attention um, the entire time though, which is sad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so then we go to uh, the AW uh, uh, Women's Champion uh, Karu Shida versus mm-hmm. the NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa. Uh, there was a very nice package. Um, at the beginning of the match, talking about honestly, it made the NWA championship look so much more important than the AEW championship. Yeah, I did. You're right. Yeah, Thunder Rosa I, I was did, incredible. I, you know, you know what I, you know what I really love though, um, and and they do this in wrestling all the time, and it's a little, it's a little way of being petty. Um, did you notice who was getting beaten? Um, in one of the clips, uh, where they had Jordan Grace getting beaten. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, just I didn't to kinda, notice that. Yeah, where it's, it, it's kind of like, oh, look at that. Uh, you know, uh, if you're watching Impact, uh, Impact isn't as good as us because uh, oh, look, wow. at their, look at their uh, their former champion getting thrown around. So, uh, but yeah, no, Thunder Rosa is great. Thunder Rosa reminds me of Sasha Banks a lot. Yeah, she reminded me of Sasha and, like, uh, her attitude and stuff like that, but I loved... I guess that, like... Her moveset, too. Her moveset. Yeah, yeah. I I really loved just, like, how different um, Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa were in their moveset and also how much they kind of, like, embraced their cultures in certain ways. And I just... It was was a really Mm -hmm. good match. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. watching it. Yeah, I this is this was probably the second best match that uh, AEW has ever had as far as women go. The yeah. first match would uh, was on Dynamite this week, uh, where it was uh, once again Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. Uh, with the problem being, unfortunately, that neither of them were signed for AEW, uh, but yet they put on the best women's match that AEW has ever seen. Um, I I think here's my thing with Sheeta. I think Sheeta is not a star. I think Sheeta could be one if she had another year or two of training. I don't believe I don't believe her. Like I, I look at her faces and like number one, like she doesn't have good facials. When she gets injured, she still plays with her hair. Oh yeah, I didn't um, notice that. But she is the first female thirty match winner. So 
what is She's that the say? what? First female 30 match winner. Uh, three it's match winner? What do you mean? 30. The 30 matches. That's what they said. That's what the commentator said, so it must oh, be true. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to them talking about that. I mean, you know, that's that's... The Federation's only been there a year. You can't really... Like, but still. <laughs> that's, like, that's like back when the Iconics were the second uh, tag team cha- uh, women's tag team champions and started calling themselves the longest reigning women's tag team champions of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they, they were the second ones to hold the title. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> and they held, they held it for like two months at that point. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You take what you got and you fucking flaunt it. You got it. Yeah, but, um, so I I don't, I, like, I really don't believe she does faces. Like, the faces she makes, they look like she's Mm play-acting. And she also has this problem where she goes from being really injured to being perfectly okay in, like, two seconds. Yeah, she doesn't, like, hold on to anything. Yeah, do you know, there's no real acting like there. It's, It's like she's trying to be an anime character or something. It doesn't work. Yeah, like it, it really, it it really, really bothered me. Um, but um, Thunder Rosa just impressed the hell out of me. Like this is only—I'll be honest. This is only the third match I've ever seen with her. But I was really, really impressed with it. Her facials are her facials are amazing, actually. Like she has just this attitude about her, and like she always looks like she's like thinking, and she's always like. You know, like, like try and not thinking in the Anna J way, where Anna J looks like she's trying to remember what she's supposed to do. Thinking in the ah, okay, what am I gonna, you know, this person did this. All right, all right. What's the way to counter that? Like, she always looks like she's like, like, and once again, she's also um, an MMA. She also has done MMA to a certain point, so I think that's that athlete, you know, that athlete thing uh, kind of coming out. Um, Thunder Rosa looked great, but I have to say. Having the best woman in the NWA beaten by the AEW champ makes the NWA not look as good. Yeah, you're right. You're like right. I think I the pro, that's that's one of the reasons why back in the day when they'd have like the NWA champion versus the AWA champion, like the men's champion or whatever, most of those matches went to a draw. Because yeah. the thing is, when the champion from another federation comes in and loses, it makes that federation not look good. Yeah, I've never seen a draw. So, I want to see a draw. Um, I, they're rare. They're like they're rare. But that back in the day, like, and I'm I'm talking like you know I'm talking like before I even started wrestling. Like some of this before I was even born. Like I would you know like there would be matches in like the seventies and sixties and stuff where like the WWF champion would fight the NWA champion or something like that, and almost all of those matches always went to a draw. Hmm. Because they don't, because no one wants their, the plate, the federation that they're from to look bad. Yeah. So, I think I think Thunder Rosa looked great, but it did kind of make well, gee, if the woman and if the best woman in AEW can beat the best woman in the NWA, what does that say about the NWA? Right. So, uh, but overall, I think it was the second, the uh, second best AWA, uh, I'm sorry, AWA, uh, AEW uh, women's match that I've seen. And, it was very uh, entertaining. Very entertaining. Uh, I'll, I will tell you my takeaway from this is, boy, I can't wait for the NWA to come back. That <laughs> yeah. was my takeaway from this. That's I, really I funny. wanted to watch more NWA matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I agree. Uh, 
So then we have uh, Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. Um, They're getting married. <laughs> which, I mean, that was nice, but this seemed to go on forever. It Holy really did. It really shit. it went on way too long. And they said that um, it, that they're going to do it on television, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That they're going to get married at Dynamite. So, Is that what they said? On on yeah on AEW Dynamite right. and uh, as. You haven't really been a fan very very long, but I can tell you, uh, no wedding on in wrestling ever goes well. No, exactly. <laughs> it is there's a hun- there's been a hundred red weddings as far as like wrestling. So many red go. weddings. So yeah, so I I don't know if Penelope wound up boning the best man or whatever, but it'll be on any AEW Dynamite, so we probably won't be watching it. No. But, um, <laughs> so I do want to just kind of. Uh, finish up with one really, really negative note here. Um, So, I have not been the biggest fan of Anna Jay. You know, I I really think she isn't really ready for for being on TV and stuff, but I don't think she deserved to have Jim Ross making a really fucked up sexist comment about her. Mm -mm. Um, Where, you know, did Anna Jay have a uh, wardrobe malfunction, or was that just wishful thinking? And it's Shouldn't like, have done that. He should have been 70, fired. Yeah, like you're a, you're a fucking seventy something year old man talking about a twenty two year old girl who could have if she had a wardrobe malfunction. Why the fuck would you point that out? It's just like learning. that's inc- that's incredibly unprofessional. No, it's fucked and up. On yeah, and on his fucking Twitter, his comment about it was, "I apologize for that. Now everyone should lighten up." Like fuck you, dude. Are you serious? He yeah, said that's that? what he wrote on his Twitter. Wow. Like, well, obviously upset a lot of people, as it should have. It's really fucked up. I don't stand yeah. for that shit. It's bullshit. Yeah, like, that's... Like, you know what? Like, no matter what I think of anybody, n- no one deserves to have... Like, as far as I think... As far as their, their skills in the ring, as a person, no one deserves that sort of shit. No. Anna Jay, yeah, we're with so, you. Even if, you know, Charles yeah. is even with you. <laughs> it's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, so, like, you know, as I said, like, people who listen to this who, for a while probably think that I hate Anna Jay more than anyone in the world. I Number one, I've said many times I don't hate her. I just don't think she's ready for television. Mm-hmm. But the person who most is not ready for television is fucking Jim Ross, if he's going to fucking act like that. Jim Ross has been a fucking wrestling commentator since the fucking 80s, and it's obvious that he has not changed with the times if he thinks it's okay to say shit like that. Yeah. So, you know, fucking... I, I, I'm, I'm just going to appeal to the fact that I know Jim Ross loves cowboy movies, and uh, maybe the cowboy movie he should watch is Unforgiven, where uh, Clint Eastwood as a cowboy is way past his time... Who, uh, you know, has to realize that it's time to hang it up someday. So, uh, Jim, you might want to give some thought to that. Oh, so, shit. You know. We're ending this on a very all, dark all, note. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? Seriously, man. Like, that pissed me off. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be saying shit about, like, about her. She's a fucking human being. Like, you know, like... Uh, the, the commentary... Uh, honestly, the commentary on fucking AEW just needs a top-to-bottom fucking purge. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. So anyway, though, uh, let's get back to a positive note to finish up. I'm really looking forward to uh, the uh, the the NXT uh, cage match between uh, Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez. That's, That's going to be very fun. fun. Very fun. So 
I'm really curious to see so what, who, what Robert Stone does during that. Uh, he'll get run over. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, if Shotzi is just circling the ring in her tank? The entire oh, time. match. Yeah, that'd yeah, be amazing. That'll be great. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so Chelsea, what would you say was your match of the week? I definitely loved Nia and Shayna versus Bailey and Sasha. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was sad, but I loved it. And, yeah, and who would you say is your wrestler of the week? Sasha Banks. She took it on, took on Nia Jax, held her own, and then was so... I just loved, and unfortunately, everything that happened to her, but just, you know, again, going back to who Bailey and Sasha are as people and their friendship, just how much trust is there and how well she did with, despite the injury and the betrayal and everything. It was just really, she was incredible. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna also give my match of the week to uh, Sasha and Bailey versus um, Nia and Shayna. Like, that was a really good match, and... Uh, you know, as I said, I, I've, I've given Nia shit before, but that was probably the best I've ever seen her. Mm-hmm. Um, for my wrestler of the week, I'm going to go with Thunder Rosa. Yeah, Because Thunder Rosa actually... Yeah, because Thunder Rosa, number one, gave the best... The two best matches that AEW has ever seen in their women's division in one week and made me, go, and made me really miss the NWA. <laughs> She like, made Charles feel I, things, I, and not in a Jim Ross kind of way. <laughs> no, no. I was, not, I was not hoping anyone would have a wardrobe malfunction, because I'm not a fucking 12-year-old boy. <laughs> and neither are you, Jim Ross. So, throw the fuck up. Anyway. Get over. Fuck you, man. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that is... Uh, Beyond the Bell! Uh, this Beyond week. the Bell! Um, <laughs> Oh, my God. We're not going to do that again this week. We're not going to try to coordinate. That was sad last week. No, it was so sad. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so um, until next time, uh, how can, uh, well, uh, you can check us out at CL Squared Productions on uh, on YouTube, on uh, on Instagram, Instagram. and on on Anchor.fm. If you want to listen to our... uh, if you want to listen to us talk about movies, um, because really you want to hear us talking more, don't you? Definitely. So, uh, yeah, you can you uh, CL Squared Productions, um, all one word. You can find it in any of those places: YouTube, Instagram, and Anchor.fm. If you want to uh, see more of our stuff, and yeah. uh, yeah. we well, hope you and tune you in can next find week. Me on, <laughs> yeah, and you can find me on Instagram at Charles Lincoln. <laughs> and, I didn't know uh, there was two dots you in know. your handle. There's really two dots in your Instagram handle. I didn't even know that. Really? Yes. Are you sure? Yep. yep. Yeah. Are you sure? What? I'm, I'm, I'm Chelsea sure. Dot sure. on the yes. gram. There you go. Yeah. Well, you. I have to use my middle initial because there was also there was already a Charles Lincoln on IMDb. What a fucker. Yeah, so I had to I had to whip out my middle initial um, in order to be uh, distinct. Because the last thing in the world I want to be is Charles Lincoln, parentheses two. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally understandable. Yeah. yeah, so so I was Charles D. Lincoln on the IMDb to prevent that. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I want to thank all of you for listening to us. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, 
we will be yeah we'll be back next week to talk about more wrestling and who knows we might do um, sometime in the next couple weeks we're gonna we're gonna uh, look at Mickey James versus Trish Stratus and uh, I have a couple other as, as soon as I had that idea I had a couple other uh, cool uh, classic women's matches that we're gonna watch with Chelsea so um, all right everyone <laughs> uh, until next time thank you for listening <laughs> all righty bye everybody. Bye.